Welcome to Winning Is Not Everything, where we bring sanity back to youth sports by focusing on character development, effort, and sportsmanship, not rankings and trophies. I'm your host, Sean Jensen, former NFL reporter, children's book author, and youth sports coach. Josh Mahoney already has eight plus years of experience as a referee, and he's only 20 years old. So does the college junior envision officiating as a part of his future? And what's his message to young athletes and parents? Stick around to find out. Team Snap is the presenting sponsor of the Winning Is Not Everything podcast. As you start thinking about your spring sports season, the TeamSnap app can help you spend more time focusing on coaching and less time worrying about the team management side of things. Even in this preseason time, coaches can use the app to start building relationships with players and parents through the messaging features. Plus, once your spring schedule's ready, put it on the app for parents to easily sync to their calendars. Download the TeamSnap app in your mobile app store or visit teamsnap.com winning for more information. I hope you've enjoyed hearing the experiences and insights of Josh Mahoney. But know this, Josh is his own person and each of the tens of thousands of officials across numerous sports and youth sports has their own story too. The point is, referees deserve respect and grace and it's on all of us to help address the national shortage in referees that's widely considered in a crisis mode. In the final part of my talk with Josh, he and I will discuss what he thinks about that shortage, his future as a referee, and what his message is for young athletes and their parents. You don't want to miss this, so let's get to it. We all want to do our job and do our job well. How do you quantify what a successful game for you is as an official or a side judge? Like, when do you feel like, hey, job well done? It is hard to quantify that necessarily. For me, like I kind of said earlier, it's if everybody's coming up to me, shaking my hand, you know, good game ref. If it's nobody's, you know, talking, hey, wow, you really screwed that one up. Like if nobody's talking about the officiating after the game, if I, if nothing I did impacted the game in a, you know, in a material way, you know, in a negative way, I should say, where I screwed up and it has an impact on the game. I see that as a win. The level where I'm at, we're also getting assessed fairly frequently too by referee coaches and national referee coaches where they will break down certain aspects of everything we've done during the game and then give us a score at the end of the day. So, you know, if you miss a red card or something, you're going to fail. Like that's how, that's how it is. So that's a way to quantify it. So, yeah, it can be tough for sure. At what point did you grow into that confidence where you're not going to be phased by somebody who's criticizing you or who's going to come up? I remember you have an incident maybe at a grocery store or something like that and somebody says something crazy to you and generally I just ignore it because I don't even want to engage, you know, whether right, wrong, just want to move on with my day. You know what I mean? How old were you when you started to sort of take that approach where people yelling or being upset just didn't really impact you too much? where you could take that emotion out of it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely took some time. I think it, it definitely depends what, what people are saying too. People are like, hey, ref, what was that? I'm like, you know, whatever. But I can think of one instance. It would have been the spring of 2022. I was doing a high school game and a player 
right in front of me was wanting a foul and he he didn't get fouled in my opinion and then as he's running away he's like man you racist like you didn't call it and i'm like that hurts me like that that's not who i am like just because i didn't give you a foul call mm. so stuff like that it, it still definitely uh impacts me a little bit but i think for the most part it's just being able to tune out the nonsense i i, I couldn't really pinpoint an age for that but you know i think just kind of growing and uh, maturing along the way it just came to a point where I was like, you know what? I don't need to listen to this anymore. What are you studying in college now? So I'm doing finance, marketing, and MIS. But what are your aspirations with officiating? I mean, is this something that you just want to be a side job for you forever or do you have aspirations to you know somehow turn this into a career yeah i mean it kind of depends on where i end up after school if it's something i would be able to continue and be able to work kind of as well i definitely just want to kind of see where it takes me it's a very very narrow path to get to get the top level to get to you know the mls and wsl and it's there's a lot of people who want to get there so it's very competitive um once you start moving up even further you have to do everything you can to differentiate yourself and be better than the person who's right behind you who's going to take your spot the second, you know, you slip up. So we'll see what happens. If I, you know, if I could make a career out of it, that'd definitely be awesome, but not holding my breath necessarily either. What is it about officiating that you love so much? I mean, initially you said, hey, it was a, it was a way to make money. Totally get it. But now it's clearly more than just about making money. What is it about officiating that you've enjoyed so much? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different things that that kind of keep me in it. The number one reason people would give, I'd say, is by the love of the game. Just wanted to be out there, give back to the game. Like I kind of mentioned, the camaraderie aspect is definitely big. I have a lot of really good friends who I've met through refereeing that I know will be friends even beyond refereeing. The fitness aspect too, being able to go out and run around. You know, and it, I'm at a point where the saying is, you don't want a referee to get fit anymore. You need to be fit to referee essentially. So like I need to be working out outside of the game to a point where I'm I'm ready to go do some of the games that I'm doing and be able to be fit enough for that. But that's definitely an aspect that I enjoy. I think just having that something to, to work for, something to strive for and get better at. You know, you could call it a hobby, but it's it's really not. It's something where I can develop myself, I guess, and just have something to work towards. I think outside of just school, um, having be able to set goals. And then, you know, as I meet them, you know, just having that sense of pride and accomplishment. And how do you think we get more young people into officiating? I mean, that, there's a huge issue right now, right, where we have older officials who've been doing it for a long time who are deciding to retire, but there's just not the young people there to sort of replace them. How do you think we address that? How do we get more young people interested in becoming officials? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the question of the day. It's definitely a difficult task. I think in Minnesota, we're starting to see some, some progress in that regard. This year as a state, our number of total referees is up, but the problem is the retention rate from what I've been told from last year to this year is 40%. Um, so we're losing a lot of experienced referees and at the same time, getting a lot of new referees. So there's kind of a gap where, you know, I'm at this level. There's nobody in between, you know, there's very few between me and like the brand new 13 year old. So for like a U17 
the boys youth center like who do we have to go into that game that's kind of an issue now is that talking to some other assigners on the area it's like i don't need another brand new 13 year old right now i need somebody who has a couple years experience and can do these sort of higher level games that's the lead referees there's always a question of how do we get more young you know young referees like you said as the age gets older but really we need more you know people in the 20s the 30s really is uh the demographic that they really need to be targeting and i don't i don't really know the best way to go about doing that yeah it's definitely tough because they go out to these youth clubs you know you have clinics at, at the clubs and you get these young kids to sign up but i think the demographic most in need is is very hard to, to kind of target From a referee perspective, what would be your message to the young athletes that may be listening to this? I would say, you know, at the end of the day, obviously, you know, your game matters. We we know it matters as referees. We we want to go out there and do the best job we can. You know, that being said, something we do is probably not going to to cost you the game. So don't don't look at it that way. Especially soccer. It's you know, if it's high school, it's eighty minutes. If it's youth, it's probably ninety minutes. That's a long game. You got a long time to go out, you know, go score a goal. So, you know, if we give a penalty kick to their team, that's probably not the game deciding decision. Treat us as as humans, right? We're we're there. We want to do the best job that we can do. So I think just treat us with respect, with dignity. You know, for me especially, I'm happy to answer questions. They're like, hey, ref, well, you know, why was that a foul? I'll be like, you know, well, I, I had the push in the back, right? The, the tackle was clean, but I had, you know, the arm in the back is where I had a foul. So as long as you're respectful, you know, I'm happy to answer stuff like that. But at the end of the day, try not to let your emotions get a hold of you. So it was like bad. Just go out there, play the game. At the end of the day, we all want to have fun, I think. So just keep that as the focus. What would be your message to young officials who might be looking up to somebody like you, given all your experience so far, despite your age? Don't give up, really. I mean, young referees... You know, if they have one bad experience where a coach is yelling at them, parents yelling at them, whatever, they would just be like, screw it. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't get paid enough for this. So really my, my message would be to stick with it, stick it out. It's worth it. You know, you might have a bad experience here or there, but at the end of the day, I think if you enjoy it, if you are committed to it, I think it provides a lot of benefits down the road. It's helped me, you know, in job interviews, stuff like that. I have a lot of experience to rely on there where, you know, I'm talking about leadership, teamwork, communication, all these things where I have years of experience doing it as a referee. And so I think it's worth it in the long run. If you're, if you're able to stick it out, you know, be able to kind of put up with a little bit of the nonsense at first. And then I think there's a lot of benefit. I think the benefits outweigh, outweigh the drawbacks for sure. Lastly, what would be your message to the parents and the adult coaches, again, from an officiating perspective? Yeah, especially, yeah, for youth games. At the end of the day, it's about the kids. It's not about you. Don't make it about you. Don't make me have to toss you from the game and waste 10 minutes of, of the game because you want to act like a 10-year-old, essentially, right? Be out there. Be out there to support your kid. You know, if you're a coach, be out there to, to help them improve. You know, if the referee makes a bad call, again, it's not it's not the World Cup because there's no scholarships on the line in this, this one game. Like, it's not... It's not the end of the world. Just be out there to have fun, support your kids. Yeah. Well, Josh, I really appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Winning Is Not Everything. 
please make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you can immediately get the latest episode. Also, I've launched a new newsletter, the Youth Sports Sanctuary, which aims to provide a safe space to ask questions and engage in discussions on the important challenges and issues in youth sports. Before I close, though, my presenting sponsor, Team Snap, and I are thrilled to present our Coach of the Month. We want to shine the spotlight on coaches and youth sports who are making a positive impact on young student-athletes, and we want to recognize Dante Prevet, who leads the planning and execution of coach education initiatives for the Philadelphia Youth Sports Collaborative. Among many other roles, Dante is the creator of NFL Flag Philly, and he's in his 15th year of coaching tackle and flag football, rugby, lacrosse, and basketball. Congratulations, Dante. Last but not least, I want to thank my presenting sponsor, TeamSnap, the go-to app to help you have a successful spring sports season. Until next time, I'm Sean Jensen.